0: Hello and welcome to the first Hayes Physics podcast with me, Mr Turner, Elaine Sue, Robert
1: Kent and Jack Locke.
0: Uh, it's probably worth pointing out the reason we're doing this first of all. Um, <laughs> the purpose of this at first was to talk about sort of interesting things that are going on in lessons and anything outside of lessons that people have read about that uh, they may well think to be you know, sort of interesting. Elaine is a, is a year 12 student at Hayes or will be as of September. Um, and then Robert and Jack are both Year 13 students who are, well, Robert at least is looking to go on to university and we're, we're exploiting massively Jack's uh, access to, to the, uh, what would you call this? Recording
2: studio. To the, there you go,
0: this is <laughs> there's a reason I teach physics. Um, right, so, first of all,
2: I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: this has been this has been we're, we're realizing all our dreams by putting this together. It's been quite an exciting uh, pre pre-discussion we've had like, of all the possibilities and there w- there was there was at one stage going to be a video recording of all sorts but
2: due to gravity and the weight <laughs> of iPhones it's no longer possible so and especially
0: bad prior experiences with yes. glass shattering and things like that. Anyway, so we'll crack straight That's on then. First, th- <laughs> first thing we want to talk about uh, is something that the uh, Year 13's have been doing, which is learning about the fate of the universe. Who's going to start talking about that?
2: Jack, no, I think this is you, fate of the universe.
1: Oh, okay then. Um no pressure. Well, from what we've learned, there's three possible fates that we can think of, or well, technically four. One of them involves dark matter, but we haven't really learned much about that yet. I'm not sure sir knows most, much about that yet.
0: I'm not sure many people do to be perfectly honest. <laughs> right.
1: So then there's the open universe, which is the theory that the universe is going to just continually expand. It's going to be infinite expansion. It's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger because of the Big Bang. Then there's flat universe, where it's going to reach a point of expansion and just sort of sit there.
2: Level off Yeah. sort of fixed just size. Just be there.
1: And then there's closed universe, which means at a certain point it will reach maximum expansion and then begin to contract in in itself and eventually become the big crunch, where everything will just get crushed in.
2: Yes. <laughs> that's interesting for several reasons, Jack. that you think?
1: Yeah, because we don't actually know. We don't know. I think we I don't think know what the fate of the universe is going to be. Cause well, what was the
2: problem? What, what when we
0: discussed this? What was the what was the whole point? There, there was a what was the science because th- th- we had really interesting discussions in lessons where we were talking about um the fate of the universe and we did a couple
2: of little sums and th- mm. the, the results were quite scary due to my calculations the universe is definitely closed and we will eventually all be crushed into one dense singularity but the problem But your
1: calculation used the age of the universe that we use which is what number is that again 13.7 13.7, b- 13.7 b- but that's could be give or take a million years. Yeah,
0: no, 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 not quite a million. 50 no. billion? Yeah, we yeah, will, right, we than will than give or different. take 500 million yeah, in our, our million. estimation. So that's
2: not really an accurate use of... Yeah, and that's the problem with all the calculations, isn't it? The, the equations are fine. It's the numbers that you're using in them are just such vast estimates, basically based on averages of... Sections of space that we can look at. Yeah, am I right. Yeah. And
0: depressingly, you've not. W- you know, I, I sort of threw you in the deep end. We haven't looked at Hubble's constant yet, which is the major factor briefly. of it. We did briefly, but I never looked at how we derived it or anything like that. And no. you've not seen any of this. No,
3: right. so I haven't seen anything.
0: <laughs> Do you know much about this? Have you looked at it anything? Have you read about it?
3: No, I have noticed that um, the thing about singularities is that the laws of physics are always bent in them, so we can't actually predict anything because we don't know what's going to happen.
0: Well, it's interesting. This is what we were talking about at the start, wasn't it, with our um, quantum expansion right at the start. No one really knows what happened in that stage, which Mm -hmm. is what... I mean, we'll look at papers in a bit, but uh, problems with expansion, problems with... um, uh, making estimates of age of the universe and, and what's going to happen. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you're exactly right. Right at the start, no one knows what the rules were. Mm. And, and they all... There were no rules. There were, no, they were. Or if they were, they were very secret. Mm. And they're very hard to see because we can't detect any of it. But anyway, so it, um, the calculation was quite interesting. There, there were two massive constants in there, the universal gravitational constant, which...
2: Just gets updated and changed. Which, yeah, uh, is one of those. Uncertainties.
0: Yeah, it's a like it's a very, very um, small number, and it's very, very difficult to measure. And then we have Hubble's constant, which is the age of the universe, which, well, we did two calculations, didn't we? Thing. Oh, sorry, Hubble's constant is one over the age of the universe. Well. Edit that bit out. Yeah. <laughs> Degree <laughs> level <laughs> teaching. <laughs> yeah, obviously I can't come across as bad in this at all. <laughs> no, but you've got, um, you know, the age of the universe is obviously... We're, we're useless at measuring things like this. We c- we can barely measure speeds of, of galaxies that are anywhere near us, let alone anything else. But anyway, so... um. That's the sciencey bit out of the way. Now I'm going to start a bit of a whinge and a rant. Actually, I'm going to start looking at exams. As you probably know, uh, the exam boards have been getting a bit of a bad rap recently for um, for all the wrong well for all the wrong reasons. There have been far more, well in my short experience of teaching this year, I've come across more errors in exams than I ever have uh So, in my entire teaching, but for instance, two out of five of the exams the major exams that my students sat this summer had errors in them um one of which was
3: it was caught out was right c- at the beginning of the exam where the examiner told us to change the number in the paper <laughs> how
0: did that how did that actually what make was you feel the change again
3: it was um a change from four hundred thousand
2: Four thousand volts,
3: and it was a transformer, so it would have been totally wrong if we it wasn't corrected. But we were shocked to find that the examiner told us to open our papers and change the number. Has
0: that ever happened to you before?
3: No, I've n- never experienced that. Happened in the mock once. The maths <laughs> department yeah. wrote so yeah, it's it's a mock? OCR equal, OCR math equal math.
2: <laughs> maths mock. <laughs> so they came
0: in, they came in and said, oh, just before you do this mock, we've made a bit of a bit of an it's error. It happened one of our
2: GCSE papers, not anything to us. Yeah. There's been loads of things it was like a maths paper that was written by AQA it was a it was a dis- statistics paper I think and it was an unanswerable question in it there was no answer you couldn't answer it that was this year as well that wasn't it was this year yeah
3: yeah and they have like multiple choice questions where the answers are actually not in one of the options yeah biology <laughs> 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 the biology
2: example I think it was edxl had uh, don't hold me to that I don't know <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, had a multiple choice question where the answer was not one of the four written down
0: just before we carry on I feel it's important that I make a statement I knew that I I'd forget to make, I just want to make it perfectly clear that none of the views shared today are the views of Hayes School and, uh, mm. <laughs> and any of their... Or Hassa. We, <laughs> we are merely individuals. We are all our own people, and, and uh, this, if there's something I say that offends you, then it's not actually me, it's someone pretending to be me. I, I apologise. But anyway. <laughs> I go under
2: the pseudonym Robert the Nuclear Donkey. <laughs> 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 That's very good, very nice of <laughs> you.
0: What
3: other
1: mistakes have we got in here? (laughs) 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 So we've had we've had. There's one in the A2 paper,
0: wasn't there? Oh, the A2 paper was just ridiculous. In fact, well, yeah, the the A2 paper. (laughs) The the reason I, I like this error more than any other error is no one actually seemed to be caught out by it, which was which was nice. Um, and before I got a chance to email OCR having a go at them, they'd already sent out an email saying sorry. It was it was quite nice. I wish that happened with everything in my life. But basically in the question it described uh, blah-de-blah-de-blah. The horizontal length of each plate is 0.08 metres and the separation of the plates is 0.05 centimetres. Where on the diagram below, it's clearly, clearly both units are in metres. Now the problem with that is part two of the question, which says show that the acceleration is about this number. So if you'd, try, if you'd use the number in the actual if you were one of these strange people that reads questions before trying to answer them, where are they? We, well <laughs> I, I've got to be honest. Everyone and you said the same thing you don't look at the numbers in the question. I don't know how you find this, but I always look at the diagrams. I'll inst- if there's a diagram that mm. clearly shows something, because then it removes the misinterpretation of, of the way the question's phrased. Yeah. So if there's an error to be had. That's the error to have. Do you know what I mean? Because luckily, the number in the diagram gave you the correct answer, Um, you know, the show that question. But if not, you would, you know, you'd be a factor out and you should be able to deduce it for yourself. But the point is, these errors shouldn't happen.
1: But none of the year 13s get caught out by it?
0: Not that I've heard of. And it will be one of those things that I will no doubt hear filter, you know, over Mm. time it will filter out. But anyone that came to see me after the exam, and quite a few did, um, everyone was quite happy and they noticed it and they were more sort of. Infuriated that it had happened and no one had noticed it, but there was no. Um
1: Some of the year 13 students saying the exam was really hard.
0: So, oh, bits of it were, bits of it weren't. I think, looking on later on in the in the paper, it, it's interesting. The first part of the paper is bits they're traditionally strong at, which is explain, uh, not explain. Sorry, which is uh, the calculations, draw a sketch a graph of this. What's the ratio of this? They're all really good at these things, but then the second, it, literally, you turn halfway. And the second half is explain what would happen. State and explain. State and explain. Show that in oh, experiments. That's yeah. a big... Mm. That's
3: ten marks. Ex-
0: oh well, it's yeah. Just a lot
3: of lines. But it's, a <laughs> lot, it's a nice
0: one. You may even know it. It's, it's describing... It's asking you to describe Schrodinger's experiment. The alpha, oh, particle yeah. scattering. Cat. Yeah, which is... I mean, it's a lovely question theory. to get. But this is why I don't understand if they're whinging. Because that's five, ten marks,
2: basically, on that. Cat in a box with some poison. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's... Both alive and dead. Massive... Synopsis of that. There, (laughs) 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 this is the nuclear
0: donkey coming to the (laughs) fore. But then, and then, yeah, describe the fate of the universe. Easy, but like very wordy. Yeah, and then critical density. This is positron emission tomography, which yes, is a lot of words, but it's really interesting. And then principles of ultrasound scanning. So, uh, ultrasound. Can we learn that in GCSE?
2: Ages.
0: You, yeah, you do, but mm. the, the principles get a little bit more complicated. In, oh,
1: in so again, you've lied to us at GCSE. <laughs> I've, I've learned, never lied to learn you. learned the new things, the real things would, at A level. I would
0: never ever lie to you. I just I sometimes withhold valuable information. It's you you always <laughs> go on to the,
1: the furthest depths of information to confuse us, and then you come back.
0: Well, that's the point. I, yeah. Uh, well, I think that's better though to to be to be telling you all the things that are interesting. And then letting you know afterwards. By the way, you didn't actually know. You, need, you don't need to know most of that. You need to know. And to be fair, it reassures people when people sit there and think, "Oh, you know, physics is so hard, and this I can't. This is GCSE, and actually, no, that's sort of degree-level stuff mm. I'm talking to you about." And I do it a lot, but, but you know, people benefit from it in the in the long run. One more thing I want to talk about with exam papers before we um, Back move the exam on. Paper
1: links on to the next subject anyway.
0: Oh, it does. It wasn't even that exam paper I was going to look at, but I'll come back to that. This is, this is annoying. Perfect segue opportunity missed. Here we go. Um, <laughs> P1, P2, P3. So the first lot of the triple science exam. I'm going to ask you some questions. and I'm, I'm going to see oh, if you can... Oh, here we go. Uh, this is my exam paper. P1, 2, 3. Uh, no, this is just year. been sat. <laughs> right. there, there wasn't I didn't do triple science. Am I going to fail this and look really embarrassed? No, no, no. one 2, 3 are the core the modules. internet so shall
2: so. condemn you, Jack, forever. Yeah.
0: Here we go. I'm going to read... I'm going to re because because... Well... I won't give away the game before I start. Here we go. Ah, oh, oh, here we go. And let's, we can analyze the language used here later on, but complete the following sentences. That's a SATs
1: question already. <laughs> but, uh,
0: but, yeah, this is quite near the start of the paper. So imagine getting this. The temperature of water is, is a measure of hotness on a scale which is dot, 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 dot. Sorry, repeat that? <laughs> the t- the temperature of of the water. There's a diagram of some water, but it doesn't really matter. The temperature of the water. water <laughs> yeah. The temperature of the water is a measure of hotness on a scale which is what. I'll come back to that. Maybe the next question will give the answer away. Heat being added is a measure of energy on a scale which is kinetic. See yeah. now for me. No, th- for me the 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 challenging part of this concept is understanding the difference between temperature and heat and understanding that heat yeah. is a form of energy whereas temperature measurement. is measurement. The way we measure is, is a measure of hotness <laughs> but temperature is is the way, but it's effectively how far it's the the vibrations of the particles yeah. that we measure yeah. so that's the that's the key science involved there. How on earth can they possibly justify GCSE papers temperature as a measure of hotness on a scale which is what now? I know the answer to this because I looked at the syllabus, and the syllabus defines temperature as a measure of hotness on a scale which is chosen.
2: What? Chosen. <laughs> so, I'm just going to take a minute to go, What? <laughs> Cho- chosen
0: means that we make it up, it's a scale that we've made up, it's an arbitrary scale that has more like that a philosophy make. question. So it <laughs> makes sense to,
2: uh, to us because we've invented it, sort of thing. Well,
0: yeah, you'd think so. so for example, um, we've got two types of temperature scale that, that well yeah. th- that you'll know of commonly mm. Fahrenheit and Kelvin. Celsius. Kelvin is a, Kelvin yeah Kelvin w- is, is effectively Celsius but, but different. Um, you know where, where Celsius is, is based on the boiling and, and, uh, and water melting of water. so that's I can understand that and that's fine. but the concept of a mark in an exam being based on you remembering the word chosen, is ridiculous. Heat is a measure of energy which on a scale which is? Chosen. chosen. Not, <laughs> chosen. Not, <laughs> not chosen. <laughs> not chosen <laughs> <laughs> isn't the answer. I wish it was. Natural. But absolute. In other words, when you've got no en- no um, heat, you've got no energy, at zero. everything so that, lines uh, up at right. zero. So that's,
2: so that's basically a test not even of your knowledge of the difference between temperature and heat, but of your... Memorization of the syllabus, yeah.
0: GCSE physics. Can you believe that? That's ridiculous. And then we wonder why people struggle when they get to A level. But, I mean, that's that's ridiculous. I like this question. When the water is boiling, the energy is used to break these something
2: bonds.
3: Intermolecular? Intermolecular,
2: Inter-molecular yeah. It's <laughs> in, uh, we say that with the same degree of hesitation. Intramolecular. Yeah, in- intramolecular.
3: Oh, sorry, no,
0: I'm lying. Intramolecular, that would imply that when you're boiling water, you're separating hydrogen from oxygen inside the thing. Intermolecular inter- is between, yes. between particles. So, yeah, it's the intermolecular bonds that you're breaking. Edit that anyway, up. there's one more on here that I'm going to go, and we're going to have a spelling competition.
1: Spelling. And
0: you'll see why yeah, this when is I Is part of, this.
1: of the exam? If so, this is really low. Are numbers. you going to ask me to yeah, spell I think I'm going to fail
0: Oh, you were in earlier, weren't you, when I was doing my year 12 induction. Oh, <laughs> that's really fair. So, blood, uh, we're talking about cosmic rays. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, they are responsible for brightly coloured lights in the northern in the northern sky, called the Northern Lights, or the
3: aurora borealis. Aurora
0: borealis.
2: A U R O R A B O R E A L I S. This is this is uh,
0: this wasn't the way I envisioned this, <laughs> this podcast. But still, Spelling I, test. I, I wish I could tell you. I can't spell it for Toffee. I, to me, again that's I, I can understand the concept of keywords and being able to spell them but but surely the knowledge is that the cosmic rays come in and, in, and interact produce with the atmosphere the and they produce this light and they produce the, yeah the, the, that's the science the science yeah. isn't like they all know what the borealis is because i've discussed it with them but it's a case of how many of them how many of them are going to have spelt that correct in order or mm. or well are are the roc going to say well no one spelt it right if it's vaguely right and we can see what they're trying to say we're going to give you the marks I, I think it's ridiculous. Anyway, that's my whinge uh, over with. Exam board rant. Exam board rant over. On the like one of the exam boards ended with a question asking about nuclear fission, which I thought was quite a nice segue into the next section. Which is a lovely segue into the next section, Elaine.
3: Um, Angela Merkel, the Chancellor of Germany, is thinking of closing down all the um, nuclear power stations because of what happened in Fukushima, and so everyone's worried about it. So. By 2012, 2012, 2022, they're thinking of closing them all down.
2: I'm going to raise one serious point here. Only one side of Germany is exposed to the sea, and it's not exposed to tsunamis, yeah. as far as I
1: know. So <laughs> exactly it would have to go line. through us first. The
0: Mid-Atlantic <laughs> Rift suddenly just, 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 i don't know—just. A yeah, tsunami would so no have yeah. to
1: start in like the English Channel.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Well, I can't it's, think of where else. It's not going to happen, is where it? Where else could it start? Slightly to the light. you'd have we to get, get a mass diff- uh, diffraction happening from sort of other S- oceans coming not in. Happen,
2: it's a major political it. event, and Norway sinks. <laughs> 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 we,
0: we cannot we cannot rule out that possibility. <laughs> <laughs> we are Germans, we must be prepared for every possible outcome.
2: It's well, okay, but, but there's been a there's f- it's an
1: army big enough to hit Japan and stretch across the entire world. You know what? What? There's,
0: there's, there's one thing that I can put to this, and maybe she's thinking if an asteroid. <laughs> that was big enough. Okay, it would have hit the Atlantic, and there was a big enough uh, tsunami come across. Maybe, the, but to be fair, you've got bigger problems if that sort of. Yeah, an yeah. asteroid's
2: yeah. coming at you. I think the least thing you worry Your about is to worry. The entire country Not got any power. Yeah, <laughs> major <laughs> but problem. But yeah, no, I suppose you can see the 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 thinking or the attempt at thinking behind it because there's been a major event in the world where a nuclear power station has gone wrong, and there's probably going to be serious consequences to that. But what are the alternatives? Is, was was it, it, we're going to have a coal power, coal powered, coal fire power plants. There we go, and um, <laughs> and that'll solve all our problems. Oh no, wait! We're just going back to the old problems that we were just dealing with. Yeah, and the whole Ooh, point of well, nuclear reactors being better in some respects is the lack of carbon emissions.
0: Yeah, one of our as a, as a country in Britain, one of our biggest things, our carbon. Um, uh, output dropped massively almost overnight when we scrapped coal power. Mm. And, you know, it's sort of hidden the fact that we're not actually very good at uh, disguise, uh, You know, um, reducing our carbon output. Yeah. All we've done is change power stations and we're still using more carbon per person based on our lives. But power stations are producing less. So, yeah, you're exactly right. Go back to burning coal.
1: What's the point? It's just does this. There's been other nuclear disasters in the world before this one. They haven't scrapped nuclear power then. Why did they scrap it after tsunami? Well, I
0: imagine, I mean... So sort of fortunately or unfortunately enough, I wasn't around when um, uh, was the Chernobyl, was Chernobyl was happening. That's the major. That's the major disaster. one. If you ask your parents, then, then they'll be whinging about nuclear because of that. And uh, I imagine there was a similar sort of fallout, if you pardon the pun. <laughs> <after No>. uh, <laughs> <after> <laughs> I imagine there was a similar fallout then, though. Um, but people must have been anti-nuclear. And, and, and well, I don't know Greenpeace were massively against it, weren't they? And then as soon as Greenpeace start coming around to the idea of nuclear, then this happens over mm. in Japan.
2: There's a massively negative connotation with nuclear power solely due to the fact of the waste it produces, but you've got to look at the alternatives because there are no carb- or very few carbon emissions related to it, which is one of the biggest problems that we face in terms of energy at
0: the moment. Well, in this country, we seem to be going along the route of wanting wind turbines everywhere. Well, and wind
1: turbines are everywhere, and I, I I can't remember in my life driving past a wind turbine that was actually turning. <laughs> They're all just <laughs> sitting there doing nothing. I Everything think
0: comes to a standstill. It's useless. By. I
2: think we have to go away and do some serious homework <laughs> and work, uh, work out the amount of energy that we could produce if the entire country was covered in wind turbines. <laughs> because I there There is definitely I'm, a calculation to I'm be done s- there, isn't there? dicking my neck out here and saying that it would not be enough. Turbines. We <laughs> might take flight before we generate <laughs> enough power to actually power the country. Britain has been ripped out of the ground and is now floating but still <laughs> doesn't have enough power to run us How cool would that be?
0: We were the only country in the world floating with perpetual country. flight around the world. We can
1: invade everywhere. just yeah. off
0: the side. Holidays would be so easy. You just have to wait for a certain time of year. Oh, we're flying over and Australia ju- now. We, and just Parachute out. Well, yeah, we, we, we fancy a bit of, um, bit of nice we fancy weather. A Let's bit turn Spain. this half well,
3: off. England will be finally sunny for once.
2: So Britain is becoming an indefinite airborne cruise. You heard it here first. Yes.
0: <laughs> was, yeah. We were always, um, as a country, we were always brilliant on the sea. So, so why not now dominate the sky? Just having Britain just oh, fly right, everywhere. Making
2: its serious return.
1: This is where we divert
0: from physics. <laughs> <laughs> That'd take a pretty cool pilot. You'd have to be pretty good at your job the
2: country. to, to where navigate. Where would the cockpit be in England? I think we're ripping off Doctor Who slightly. I think Doctor Britain takes to space in a Doctor Who episode. The whole of Britain? Yeah, in a spaceship. Yeah, that's a Doctor Who episode. In a spa-
0: That's pretty pretty big.
2: That's pretty out there. We're, we, we're thinking small, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair
0: enough. Maybe we need to uh,
2: start being a bit more ambitious with our plans. Of no, I think we need to come back to, you know, <laughs> to reality.
0: But you know, so, so if if nuclear power in the form that we know it, with induced nuclear fission is is not an option, then oh, but what what other
2: nuclear options are there? Well, I just, you know, personally in my own research that I've been doing, I just come across something recently where the fuel that we use for nuclear reactors at the moment, uh uranium and plutonium produce vast amounts of radioactive waste with a long half-life of uh, thousands of years. However, Mm. there's been recently uh, uh, made advances in uh, particle accelerators, which mean that they don't have to take up huge uh, amounts of space. And this has led to thorium being used as a nuclear fuel or being theorized as a nuclear fuel for one of the first times. Um, I think it's been considered in the past, but it's making a return now simply because of its um of its positive uses. I mean, it, it produces 0.6% as much uh, radioactive waste as uh, uranium would do, and one ton of, tori- of thorium produces the same amount of energy as 200 tons of uranium. So there's immediate benefits. Also, the the oh, it produces 0.6% as much waste, and that waste ha- only has a half-life of around 500 years. So the waste that we'll be dealing with would be on a much smaller quantity. Uh, of a much smaller quantity and of, a, sort of a, on a less r- uh, sort of dangerous scale.
0: But when you were talking to me about this, this wasn't even the most interesting part for me because obviously the major issue people are worried about at the moment is meltdown, isn't it?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. And this was the this was the sort of the ooh, <laughs> boom. This was the uh, <laughs> the key point with uh, one of the key points with thorium was the fact that it never reaches critical mass, and because it would need to be bombarded by neutrons that come from these advances in. Uh, particle accelerators. If it was hit by a sort of major natural catastrophic event, such as an earthquake or an, a tsunami or something, and it was sort of out of control, the uh, it would it, the 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 thorium that's undergoing the reaction never reaches critical mass, which would lead to a meltdown. So all that would happen if it was just left on its own, left to its own device, it would just sort of rumble on with what it was doing, so to speak. Yeah, I think it sounds brilliant. Is this the first you've heard of anything like this?
3: Yeah, I've never heard of thorium reactors before. <laughs>
0: I give, well, uh, by all accounts, there's sorts of there's all sorts of other uses with um, medical... Oh, oh I, I don't know. I flashed over the yeah. headlines. This, this <laughs> is Emma. She's going to
1: save the world, in brackets, and cure cancer. And Emma. Emma, by the way, isn't a woman that started <laughs> the thorium <chlorine laughs> reactor thing. This is the electron model of many applications. Which
2: is the particle accelerator which, which has been made advances in recently. I believe the abbreviation is uh, NSFFAG which is something to do with a non-scaling fixed gradient something. It's, it's which good is knowledge. To, yes. All <laughs> <What laughs> sorts is, of good semi-knowledge. Yes, uh, half-knowledge. It's <laughs> also nice that
1: England has its first... Yeah, it's in Cheshire. Yeah. Uh, underneath, underneath a boggy flatland somewhere in Cheshire.
0: Oh, it's interesting, because there's, there's always been research in uh, fusion technology, mm. um, and it may well be one of the trips we run this, this coming year to the jet fusion reactor in Oxford. That sounds fun. Uh, yeah, so th- you know they're effectively trying to replicate. or well, does anyone uh, do? You, do you know what they're trying to replicate? Have you the read sun? No, no. Well, in, in the Well, in the fusion reactor inside yeah. the sun,
3: collisions in the side sun, so yeah. we can it's produce enough heat to. What's
0: what's power the major advantage on? of fusion power
2: then, as opposed to fission? Massive amounts of energy in comparison. No,
0: massive amounts of energy from a small We've got a lot from of a hydrogen. small fuel. We've got quite a lot of hydrogen, which is nice. Floating it will around. produce the helium, is which is right. a good thing, because by all accounts, helium is is one of those things that just disappears and we never see it again.
2: Floats up. I
0: yeah.
1: mean, everyone working in the fusion <laughs> nuclear reactor has really high-pitched voices.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, Jack, that's exactly what it means. They're, they're very up close and personal
1: in the j- jet reactor.
2: What do you do for a living? Well, I actually work <laughs> in a nuclear <laughs> reactor. That, I'm
0: hoping that's what it's like up
1: there. I am as
2: well now. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go and work there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, yeah, so this... You know, the, the major advantage I can see to fusion is you can just take the fuel away. So yeah. if if it suddenly gets out, you just take the hydrogen away. You just mm. stop putting it in, and you say, well, it's, it's bound to calm itself down. But with, what uh, it sounds like there's similar sorts of advantages to to Emma. Mm. She's you know she's she's a good girl. She she doesn't get out of control like no. most.
2: That's the point. You could if turning off the particle accelerator that was de- that was. Uh, making the thorium undergo nuclear fission would just result in the, it just being of a safe mass. It wouldn't uh, be great than critical it's really mass.
0: Is there anyone else th- with me when I think it's stupid? Well, maybe it's not stupid. I'm sure there were proper engineering reasons for this. Why well, Going back to Japan, why build your nuclear power stations on your east coast? When you are Japan now, I'm, I, I, this could this is probably me being very poorly educated.
1: Well, Japan's covered in mountains and volcanoes. Yeah. The, the, c- the center of Japan, is, of centre quite, of Japan is very area. volcanic, isn't
2: it? They, that's why there are only really civilizations cities along the coast.
1: Are on the east coast because so that's the biggest flat places to build. But, them. They, but they do have cities the most on. Acceptable on... to tsunamis and earthquakes.
0: They do have cities on the west coast, don't they?
1: Yeah, but the biggest ones are on the right. On um, the right, on the east. <laughs> on the right, right, that was clever. The right-hand side of
2: Japan. Right-hand side of Japan. Uh, I suppose it is. A, it, it would have been a convenience thing, but I don't know what percentage of Japan's power actually comes from nuclear reactors. They might be mostly nuclear reactors, in which case they'll be sort of. Oh, everywhere. this is true. You'd have to have them scattered all over the yeah. place. No, that's
0: true. It was just a thought. It's a bugbear mm. of mine. It doesn't really matter. If, you know, if that's going to happen, if there's a chance of that happening, why would you put it there? You're looking at. I, imagine <laughs> I don't really think it. What, what are you looking at, Jack?
2: Where's the
1: Alice reactor? Isn't that in Switzerland?
2: No, Alice is the actual thorium reactor. I think.
0: Alice there's a detector called Alice in uh, CERN.
1: Yeah, so I was thinking.
2: Read the article. It was in the so <laughs> diagram
1: here showing how electrons are fed from Alice to Emma, which speeds them up and then discharges them down a diagnostic tube for analysis.
0: I assume Alice just must be the source. Oh, I thought Alice was a detector rather than a yeah, rather was, than an emitter. In, um, in Switzerland, we? yeah. Uh, you
1: did see it there. I don't know what Alice.
0: Was that was that the one we went around? Was it Alice we rent- yeah, went around? Yeah,
1: it was.
2: I'm really craving the tie mic right now.
0: I know that we're, we're currently using handheld mics, which are very awkward and no doubt mean there's going to be lots of loud and quiet bits all over the place. I'll uh, invest.
2: I
1: can already see that. I've been trying to turn the volumes and stuff up and down for the whole thing, but it's really awkward. I'll just
0: go with it.
2: I it's think you should just appreciate our commitment. Actually, we're just standing here, hand cramp, holding the mic <laughs> up. <laughs> but you do have two Same hands. You, hand. <laughs> <I've> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you are allowed to alternate. Or I've hoof, been alternating. A donkey. <laughs> yeah, it would. Not very good at carrying mics as a donkey. Oh, well. So let's go on to a slightly more... I'd say slightly more jolly. I'm going to say cynical article. Elaine, do you want to finish this off?
3: Light bulbs. Well, um, they were thinking of producing light bulbs that could last, you know, your whole life. But the thing about them is that it would go bust. The the companies wouldn't be able to sell any more light bulbs because everyone had light bulbs that would last forever.
2: Well, it's very, you know, sad for them, but... Sad How for them, but it's handy for really us. How exactly do they work, then?
0: <laughs> yes, there are. Yeah, sorry, yes. Yeah. So th- oh, yeah, so if are if you're
1: listening to this, please click on the link and look at this, because that is some cool-looking light bulb.
0: It does look amazing. It sort of that looks is, like... a really hand holding an eyeball. Well, if you imagine that that will be mounted on your, on your ceiling, and it looks That's like someone impressive. is coming through your
2: ceiling grabbing your light bulb. Especially if you've got sort of a sort of chandelier type thing, and there's sort of seven of them. <sighs> Be You're being invaded by these cool. light bulbs which last forever. Well, you bit. could have oh, them all at oh, sort oh, oh, of different levels.
0: Like How trippy would that be? Or on a baby? Um, what are different colours. What are those things called that you put the above baby babies? On a mobile.
2: On, <laughs> on the, mobile the things that yeah. spin. Mo-
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have them with loads of different levels of these hands. So, so instead the, of the, the
2: baby grabbing <laughs> up and touching the mobile, the mobile is grabbing down and attacking yeah. the baby. That's, that's what. You
0: know, if your baby's been disc- bad, you replace your nice one with with nuclear donkeys going around in a circle. Give a scary mobile. You've been With devil mobile. Sort what re-
2: children deserve devil mobiles this is?
0: Or if you have seven of them, yeah, you do them as the colours of the, you do it, the colours of the uh, rainbow. The, the, the continuous
2: the rainbow. spectrum of never-ending light bulbs. That'd
0: be amazing. That want to attack you.
2: But again, we <laughs> digress. I feel this, this is, is, um...
0: This is going to happen a lot, listeners, get used to
1: it. As
2: an article, this is this is really interesting. Does someone want to explain to me exactly then how, these, how they managed to run forever?
0: Go on, Elaine, this was you.
2: Yeah.
3: Don't actually know. I haven't read this article. <laughs> oh,
0: well, I may have. Uh, yeah, I, I frequent a few websites. I may have nicked this from from Engadget. I'm not sure if this is exactly the article yeah, that I'm you wanted sure they to talk explain
1: about. Explain to us the physics behind it. Oh no, I'm sure they won't.
0: This is more no, of a look how cool not. this is and yeah. look at the scary picture of the light bulb. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's
3: cool-looking really cool LED
1: light bulbs look cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. Last forever, cost a lot. Yeah. yeah. What's the lot? How much do they say a lot is? Forty
2: to fifty dollars. I think it's the yeah. So I can see there. Then you've got to think, how many light bulbs do you buy? Well,
0: you could do a rough calculation. Go on, then. How many light bulbs do you reckon you've got in your house? Let's say a standard sort of three-bed house. Each room's... Let's say you've got, your lounge has probably got
2: four light bulbs. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I've got three in the light and
0: one in the lamp. Let's yeah. say another two in the kitchen for the sake of arguments. Yeah. That's six plus another... I've got
1: five. My house is really bad and it has like this eight di- in every room. <laughs> <This> di- <laughs>
0: We're not showing off about light bulbs in houses. We're just trying to do a rough calculation. So we... Uh, come on, Robert. You... You're clearly working, 20 it? 20, a, uh, 20 light bulbs it. at $50 a go. So that's... that's a, well, but as a one-off...
2: £1,000 on light bulbs. But that's up. as a
0: one-off expense, you'd think.
2: Yeah, until cause, you, cause you these start... As a thousand
1: it's, pounds on light bulbs, you'll never spend again. Yeah. When
2: you move home, you can take them with you, put in your new home. It's true. It's not like double glazing. You can't take double glazing I've just realised this
0: scary move. mobile of, um, of seven light bulbs going around in a circle is going to cost $350. for the sake of Your child has <laughs> to be
2: really, really bad.
0: It's something to bear in mind, though. If you, you know, if you've got, if, if money is no car- object. Child,
2: child is sick on the car. Buy expensive, scary mobile to teach. He's <laughs> so cool.
0: Actually, no, I've got, I've got a really evil sense of humour. But it's, <laughs> I be think a brilliant sounds, father. Yeah, but I think, well, I, I don't know, because they've been able to do this for a while, haven't they? With, even with normal light bulbs, the impression I'm given is, it, you're exactly right, Elaine, it's yeah. about the economy.
3: They, they wouldn't never market it because they just lose loads of money.
0: So what's the point? You would just, if you could make something that's going to last for if I could sell you something now that you're never going to need to buy again, that's not a very good business model, is it? Yeah. But well, I,
2: Getting breaks for a reason, because then you need to buy another one. Yeah. That's why they have warranties. Yeah.
0: Well, I wonder if that would come with a lifetime warranty of your light bulb. I suppose you you, you wouldn't. Cause, well, or maybe maybe for life, you
2: actually. Could an extra well, they could lifetime money. Warranty. The warranty. An extra life <laughs> They could make the light bulbs really
1: slippery So people are more susceptible to dropping them and will have to it's buy a new light bulb. It would
0: have to end up in your... Um, no, you can't drop it. Look at that claw. You're never going to well, let go of that. probably why it's like that. Don't if drop you hold it. It's 50 quid Don't
2: drop the if light bulb. you hold it on the
1: other side, you'd be like you're shaking hands of the light bulb.
2: You see, see, that's the thing. You buy this expensive light bulb and then there's like a power surge or something and then you're just screwed because it's just broken.
0: Well, they're LEDs. Can, oh, yeah, LEDs you can blow really easily, yeah. can't you? Well they do the power got,
2: sort of surge.
0: They may have some incredibly like clever technology involved, I guess. Where Included
3: in the well, 50 they're, quid? They're, they're yeah. making the,
2: well. They've made the claim that they last forever false advertising if they get blown in a sort of power surge one free. Yeah. Well they're not so. made
0: by Philips. Oh, in fact, who are they made by? I recognize that symbol. GE. GE. Who are GE? General, General Electric. Electronics. Yeah. Or General Electronics. Yeah. Oh. I reckon they're quite a famous pop- well, I don't yeah. know. When I when I go out buying light bulbs. But they're not going to market <laughs> it.
1: Why did they develop it? To show well, that the they could. it's just
2: it's just the potential is there, isn't it?
1: What was the point in De- I'm confused now. They must spend quite a lot of money on the research and development of this. Well, surely that's the thing. They,
2: don't, they just need to charge. Surely they just need to charge more than it costs to develop them, and then add a little bit on per light bulb. I mean, there are six billion people. If yeah, one, that's quite one bu- a lot. If of Everyone buys a couple of light bulbs, fifty quid each. You're making a bit of money there. Yeah. Obviously, some people have less of a need for expensive light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee some people would buy them. I well, this is the one. New.
0: I think most people would. I don't know if I... This is the question. If I could buy a light bulb... It, okay, maybe this is the, the, the yeah. important question. If you could buy a light bulb for your, for your house or for whatever, uh, but you knew it was going to cost... What's a normal light bulb? 50p, and you're paying f- 50 quid instead or whatever. Mm. So you're looking at sort of a uh, 100 times more. Yeah. Would you pay 100 times more for a light bulb knowing that it's going to last no. for the rest I of your life? I think I'd get no.
1: one just for the sake of coolness. Just because it Come looks. Come around good. and go, hey, That's my light bulb that never dies. I'll never, I'll never use to change that ever. Okay, I've just put that. Up that. Just I pass there. it on to your children. I <laughs> work th- out when I'd break even, sort of thing. Like, <laughs> it, when the light bulbs <laughs> were dying, if I was using normal light Payback bulbs. Payback time. Yeah, when the date is, and then I have a party for it.
2: Yeah. But I reckon, it. I reckon, surely. And then it.
0: hope <laughs> you live to see it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry.
1: That's a point. When, know. when would that be? When would, uh, well, do you know what's you really interesting? I just, well,
0: if it if it costs a hundred times as much, then you have to go through a hundred light bulbs. And how often do you To make it bulb? worth it. Well, would you change a light bulb once a year? Do light bulbs go once a year on a standard room? No, like I don't, don't think so. My dad's <laughs> job.
2: I think that's the thing. I think surely for the sake of skepticism, you say, well, I don't change my light bulb that much. I can make savings in other places. Light bulb hasn't been a problem to me until now. <laughs> You've just created this problem, and they're trying to charge me fifty quid is per this light bulb.
3: Like, is this light bulb going to be any more efficient? Would it save you money and energy costs?
2: Because that's the thing: energy efficient bulbs they last forever. Mm. They last a really long time. Yeah, they last yeah. forever
1: because they take ages to turn on.
2: <laughs> Modern ones are quite. good. I've got to say, I've. I know
0: people say this. I've never ever bought an energy efficient light bulb and and been angry at how long it takes
2: to turn on. It takes a couple of seconds. Yeah, and... My the, desire for light has been fulfilled, it. but not quite what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I sort of just live but, like a hermit But the future's in my room looking like. good. It's getting
0: brighter in this room, <laughs> magically. I don't know. It, it just seems a bit... seems a bit over the top. I don't know. This is probably why they're not being sold. Well, they make hydrogen-powered cars, don't they? But they're not selling them at the moment because they cost too much relative mm. to what you'd end up saving. But
2: that's the thing we'd like, isn't it? Because my dad is an electrician. Hey, shout out there. Um, <laughs> It's the initial surge of turning them on, turning light bulbs on, that you waste, there's like a high surge in voltage that, that actually, that which w- makes them really inefficient. I think that's what they miss out with energy efficient light bulbs, which is why they take a couple of seconds to turn on. I think that's the difference, that that's, that's why they take some. Oh, is that right? Point. I think so something it's something along of... those lines, yeah. yeah. What well, about the
1: cars? Haven't they made the new, the battery powered car that gets
2: charged wirelessly?
3: Yes, I've seen that on the... Um physics world magazine yeah
1: there's a little mat out number floor.
3: two and then you drive onto mat- it and it yeah. charges it for charges you. your
1: car it takes about seven hours so you'd have to do it overnight Or we'll
3: just go it shopping wirelessly for a long time. charges
1: your car
2: so you can have a custom garage that is set up with the floor as a charging mat for your car
1: yeah it's like, it's like a doormat you just drive over it and it charges your car up it's because Renault have made the new it's like the car battery but it's not a normal battery it's interchangeable like your car was a remote so when the battery runs out you buy a new one that's so cool and then they made a new thing where you can wire, you can buy, you know, you can buy rechargeable batteries for your remotes. You can buy a rechargeable car battery.
0: Well, how far away are we from technology? I'm sure it exists today. Actually, technology where you could build this into all the roads, exactly. or motorways. So
2: you know, so, say a major permanently
1: charging as you was driving. Yeah.
2: So you're 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 permanently like. So this is what we need, don't we? We need these thorium reactors set up throughout the country to provide cheap, non-polluting energy. We need rechargeable mats placed along all the roads in all of the countries and electric-powered cars. So we cut out all of our carbon emissions from power plants. And petrol and And, diesel
0: and your streetlights can look really evil because they could be big, giant, everlasting ones <laughs> with hands coming down <laughs> from them. This
2: is the future. This, this is it. Is the future,
1: but
0: I the future th- that won't be allowed because of oil companies. And then, oh, I can't, and then we'll just have to have lots of dodgy advertising, abusing exam boards for writing terrible exams.
2: <laughs> I've got to say this has been a particularly productive, <laughs> productive experiment. I'm quite fond of.
0: Yeah. This. Well, anyway, so this is uh, this is we're going to have to go wrap up now, I think, because everyone's going to be asleep by we're the time we get to the off end with of this. Our, uh,
2: a thermodynamics article. A thermodynamic what, sorry? Thermodynamics
0: Therm- of teenagers. Oh, you can do. Go on then. You were going to read it out, Robert. Have you got it handy? Or Elaine's got it. There was a, a was rather interesting article. Oh, in fact, no, Robert, You go on. You can introduce it.
2: I'm just going to ad-lib for a second whilst my colleague uh, <laughs> delves into a bag. It's just a, a sort of lateral thought article entitled The Thermodynamics of Teenagers. Shall I read it out?
0: Please do. In your best storytelling voice. In my
2: best podcast voice.
0: We'll have to get Jack to to invent some music to uh, go over the top that's suitable.
1: Would not it be a bedtime story for them? I don't know. I
0: think think we'll past that at this stage.
2: (laughs) This is a dramatic reading of...
0: (laughs) 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 No, I like it. Let's let's carry on. Uh,
2: So the thermodynamics of teenagers. Uh, In their early years... In the early stages, they continue to follow the the principles of classical physics. For example, to every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction, and it takes a great deal of energy to restore them from a state of chaos back to one of order. But as they fall increasingly under the influence of gravity, thus finding it, thus finding getting out of bed almost impossible, teenagers become more quantum in nature. They have their own version of the uncertainty principle, such that you might know where they are now, but but not know where they have been or what they were doing, and it is better not to know. Also, like Schrodinger's cat, for a considerable part of the morning they appear to be both alive and dead at the same time. Then comes the astrophysics stage, during which there is dark matter everywhere. They exist in an alternate universe, and financially, they are a black hole. Nice.
0: Uh, that was possibly my favourite news article of the year, I have to say. That was good. Anyway, so we'll wrap up there. We'll hopefully maybe it could be like story time at the end of every <laughs> podcast. You <laughs> just sit and find something exciting.
2: The nuclear donkey story time <laughs> at the end of the Hayes <laughs> Physics podcast.
0: That'd be amazing. I oh, think well. that's what it should be titled <laughs> but Bear that in on. mind. Uh, thank you very much, Felicity. You can contact, if there's anything you want us to talk about, you can contact us at, um, at Hayes Physics at uh, uh, Twitter. Please do. And please, please do. And uh, hopefully this will be uh, up online on com for you to go and, uh, I don't know, download there. Or if, in theory, this will be on iTunes by the time. If we uh, get
2: enough of a following, there may even be a Nuclear Donkey fan page on Facebook. So, yeah, I, I look, we'll forward, to I look anyway, forward to it. Anyway,
0: <laughs> thank you very much. And hopefully we'll be back in a week or two. Oof. We'll go from
3: there. So We'll see you soon.